drops. not me that was the song that went <gasps> when oh. you came on mic <laughs> this is my guest uh you may be familiar with him jesse kester i always love it when my name and the drop coincide at the same time. yeah this is all pre-planned yes i uh, cool well i mean thank you for having me on the show <laughs> welcome welcome I thank know you this is a track for you to get into the studio yeah no it's a hell of a and traffic in la has anyone mentioned there's traffic in LA. For all of our listeners outside of LA, this is important information. Do not come visit. You will be stuck in traffic. Have you been here in the holiday season yet? Christmas, for example, or as you might call it, Hanukkah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I've lived here for like 13 years, so I've been here for a few holiday seasons. Okay. <laughs> There's not much traffic. That's the best. It's the best, my favorite time because I live in the middle of Hollywood is waking up Christmas morning and walking out onto Hollywood Boulevard. And it's, it's like a movie. It's empty. Mm -hmm. There isn't a single car. There isn't a single person. It's like being in the twilight zone. And then it's like, you know, it gets a little, you have a few little people and and then by mid January, it's, it's back to mayhem. Yes. What about you? When's your favorite time to be in LA? Whenever you're around. Oh, you guys, so sweet, so sweet, so sweet. Um, well, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. I really appreciate you hosting. I'm lazy. <laughs> well, um, you know, that's what I'm here for, just anything to make your life easier. So um, I thought we would do something really fun today because I feel like um, everyone's knows you pretty well so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought we would do our... Uh, our fishbowl situation. Yes. But I'm going to add, I'm going to add a little wrinkle to it to make it a, a little variable. more interesting. A, a variable. Sounds like a very sciencey word. And the good news is I'm very able. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on booking this guest. A hell of a get. Let me just yeah, tell you straight um, away. I might need to talk to my booking person. I feel like they're probably fired. So what's the what's the variable? The variable. Okay, so we're gonna do something that um, that I do with my students, mm-hmm. and um, it's called Naughty Claim to Fame. So, mm. um, and the idea of this is about um, you know bringing all that into the light, like things that we don't normally talk about, like what makes you feel sexy, right? Like, or do you naked sunbathe, or you know, like all these things that we feel like we we can't tell people about because they're naughty. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we're going to share them. So we'll, whoever loses, which mm-hmm. means like they have the less interesting answer, it's going to have to give a naughty claim to fame. Okay. So by the end, we'll probably hear quite a few from you. First of all, <laughs> first of all, up yours. Second of all, that you would consider me famous or naughty is very flattering. Look, everybody is naughty in their own can way. I, can, yeah. we, can I talk to you honestly for a minute? Yeah. Can I, I, I shouldn't even be doing this on mic. There, it's, <laughs> I won't tell anyone. No, this no, is no. just between you and me. Because I know you're going to feel bad about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> there have been, so first of all, um, look, let's be, let's be realistic. I am not, uh, I am, I'm a little bit buttoned down on the mic. Okay. I, ru- I run a straight laced show. Oh, do you? I would say yes. The, my my uh, sexual side uh, doesn't come out, out very much on the program. Um, Is that by choice? Is that very carefully crafted? Uh, I there are a handful of women that I've been intimate with in my life. <clears throat> I'm not crying. I'm just dry throat right now. Um, and outside of that, I don't feel much comfort. Or excitement about sharing my physical self with the world. I wear flannel long sleeve shirts in LA in the summer. Like that's that's my damage. Um, and that's not because you're cold. It's like you really no. do want to cover up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I have no I have no uh, pride or enthusiasm for my physical self. Uh, and 
and doubly so on a public stage. So uh, I look at you and I see somebody who is fully engaged and fully enthusiastic about your physical side. I admire that. Uh, I respect it a lot. And I see you bringing other people up in that arena. So with, with tremendous apologies to the two biggest listeners of this program, my mother and my sister, who is a pastor, <laughs> oh, wow. we're going to, I'm going to try to do the deep dive with you into these other sides of, of personalities that, that I whole cloth reject from myself and actively cover up and hide from the world. And I'm, I, I'm interested, you know, to hear a, a man's perspective, right? Because everybody always talks about women, you know, women's feel all this pressure about their bodies and things like that. So, so hearing a man who's like, you know, I kind of, you feel like you want to cover up. Where do you think that comes? Do you feel like you're going to be judged on your physicality? Um, let's first of all, uh, the, the, pri- the premier framing is internal. I feel that there is pretty much nothing appealing about me physically. <laughs> and I'm only being a little ever so slightly hyperbolic when I say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just mean like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, bah. Really? Bah. You're so interesting looking. Like, See, that so, doesn't help at all. No, interesting so, looking confirms every worst you're fear. You're so unique. I mean, the, like... Look, if someone had to describe you to a police sketch artist, like I feel like it would you it would be you. Whereas like there are a lot of people out there that like eh, could be one of 20 guys, you know, like they're not super descript. So like I'm always drawn to people who are interesting and unique looking and I think you're so unique, so it's so interesting that you you don't see that. Now this is this is where oh, see watch me hide. Anyone <laughs> seeing the video feed is, is seeing the body language. <laughs> Am I um, making you uncomfortable? No, no, you're not. Because this goes back to when we were in college. Um, anytime, did you meet Ty? Did you know her? I it's, the name sounds familiar, okay. but I can't picture. Anytime that, um, anytime that that the sexual component of my of our relationship, of the girlfriend I had in college, of our relationship came up. You would say like, I don't want to hear that. You're Jesse. Like I was too <laughs> adorable. You were. See? Okay. So you don't feel bad about it at all. No, I mean, well, you know, look, so like when men and women have a relationship. But what you were saying, what, what you said agreed with what I thought about myself yourself. was that yeah. it was shameful, gross and something kind of on the margin. Like that's, you're not the one who does that other better looking people do that. It was because in my, or talk about that, not do it, but yeah, I had you in the brother category. Okay. You know, so like, you know, you, you learn to kind of interact with men in different ways. Right. And so it's like, there's, there's the brother category. There's the dad category. There's the teacher category. There's the boyfriend category, you Mm -hmm. know, like, so, for me, a lot of my guy friends kind of instantly went into the brother brother category because it's like that we if we're gonna be friends, there has to be no sex, and that means brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I got you. So it's like, yeah, for you, you very much were in the brother category for me. So much like thinking about my brother having sex, it was like la 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 la. Yeah, la, yeah. La, don't want to know. La. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. I wonder if we went back to episode one of this two parter, if there were any <laughs> stories of of your experiences with people going la 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 don't want to know oh no (laughs) not so far not so far um so but but you know the one of the best things in my entire life is that i have been able to um maintain wonderful long-term relationships with with the women in my life friendships that had no sexual component and i'm so grateful to be seen as a brother I want to be seen as an Adonis sometimes too. And it's just not in the cards. Nobody's like, man, he's fucking stacked. Well, I think, um, you know, it's about like loving the skin that you're in. Right. Like, so for me, for a long time, I was like, oh, I I want to be a size two. Right. I don't know what a size two is. Like very skinny. Okay. Okay. Right? Thank you. Yep. Like, so I'm a size six. So imagine if I was much skinnier. Right? Okay. Like, because, you know, for whatever Is it reason. your boobs that make you ineligible for two? Because your waist is. 
Yeah, I mean, you're pretty. You you're an hourglass figure. If I I'm had an to, hourglass figure. yes, it, it's a totally or different. Or two inverted triangles. Yes, if you wanted to. You know, uh, someone who's a size two is going to be a totally different body type. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, my sister, you've never met her, but people honestly didn't think we were related because she's the opposite. She's just a thin girl with not a ton of curve. You know, we're totally, totally different body type. And so for me to be like, oh, I want to be that. I want to be a Kate Moss style model. Mm -hmm. that was never going to happen for me. That's just not the shape of my body. Um, and so I had to get to a point where I was like, I'm never going to be that. Yeah. And I'm also never going to be the girl next door. And I, I'm, there's a bunch of things I'm not going to be. But what I am going to be is this. In a very literal sense, not the figuratively, but have no. you ever been the girl next door? <laughs> like, did you ever have a neighbor that, that you were um, making his days brighter? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's one that comes to, yeah, there's only one that I can think of, but it was definitely very interesting. Where it was like a neighborhood. Was, yeah. I mean, no, well, it was um my first apartment. So mm-hmm. I was, when I, I went to community college for a year before I went to UNCSA to kind of get some credits out of the way and save money. And so I moved to High Point, North Carolina, which is like mm-hmm. even smaller than Winston-Salem. And I, I was only 17, so I couldn't get my own apartment and there wasn't a Craigslist at the time. So like through the newspaper and stuff, I found this woman who was renting out an apartment and she was like 40, but I thought she was like so old, you know, cause I'm like the 17 year old yeah, girl yeah, yeah. with this old Dude, lady. When you're 17, like 25, 27 is like, wow. Yeah. It's very old. So I moved into this apartment complex and my <gasps> neighbors. Did she teach you the ways of the world? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, she was gone all the time, which was great. So it was okay. like I kind of had free reign. But my – and I had these really interesting neighbors who – like some of them were from – they were like hillbillies, not in a bad way at all, but like that's the best way I can describe them. Like they're yeah. from West Vir- – from mountain West Virginia. Folk. Yeah, mountain folk. The friendliest people you could imagine, you know. And so they were on one side of me and then there was like this really hot – guy southern guy on the other side of me and he was like you know maybe 25 or whatever and and so when he first met me he was like whoa <laughs> like there's this little 17 year old girl living next door you know he's kind of like kept his distance don't and, tempt me yeah type like of thing, until or... i was like 18 and then he was like oh hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, i heard you had a birthday yesterday <laughs> nice to meet you uh, you know like let's hang out and so um and he was like a construction worker. So he would often get sent away to do construction somewhere and then he'd be back on the weekends. So it was like, he'd come home on the weekends and it was mm-hmm. like really fun. Um, he was pretty cut. He was gorgeous. Yeah. He was really, See, I just want somebody really to talk like me about that. Talk about me like that. <laughs> you're gorgeous in your own way. See, without the addendum in your own way. <laughs> Look, everybody has their type. See, yeah. The, I'm not everybody's type. There's a lot of men that would not be interested. I in know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Look, okay. Every woman I've ever dated in a meaningful way, like that we locked down a relationship and called each other boyfriend and girlfriend, or even more than that, as, as it grew to be with my wife, every single one was a billion percent just on looks alone out of my league. No questions asked. I am always <laughs> out of my league. And it's cool because that just means like my fucking brain must be incredible. Right. Um, but that said, like, don't worry. I'm not disparaging myself. I'm not undervaluing myself. I, I am aware of what works for me and what doesn't work. You have to be able to make the leap to understand that I would love to... Ha- be seen as an Adonis for a week or so just to experience that life. The, the way you talked, like, oh, he's so fucking hot. He come back from his construction job. Sweaty. Sweaty. Muscles glistling. bulging. He'd yeah. do his laundry and hang it on the line and i just watch those pecs ripple or whatever. I don't know what he did. Yeah, but he couldn't hold a conversation. Really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it was like a fun weekend thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he'd like to know what it's like to be a goddamn genius like I am. Yeah, that's interesting. We should get him in here. Let's get him on there. <laughs> and figure out a Freaky Friday body swap like yesterday, please. I feel like there's a lot of science going on here. I feel like you could do it. I could do it. But we plug the switch into the speaker, into the 
iPod. We'll be good. Yeah. Any what? What is happening? <laughs> um, Thank I, you for having me on your I'm show so I could complain about show. my body. <laughs> but all this, all this goes back to the fact that, um, yeah, I, I feel incredible discomfort about my body. And, uh, and it doesn't help that I'm in LA where everyone is cut like yeah. a motherfucking yeah. shredded bag of cheese. But you know, it's not just your body that, that makes you sexy. I have leaned on my brain <laughs> my entire life. And I think, you know, I mean, that's a big part of what attracted me to my husband. I mean, I'm physically attracted to him too. Mm-hmm. Of course he's, he's gorgeous, but. Have you guys ever gotten frisky when he was in the Zelvis Oh no, that freaks okay. me out. <laughs> okay, just Zelvis is zombie Elvis Zelvis, for those yes. keeping and score at home. It's very cool, but actually I can kind of only look at him so much when he's Zelvis because mm-hmm. he's pretty zombie like. We got to get him on cuz I didn't even yeah. recognize that that was him when when those pictures started showing up on on the internet's. Yeah. You had to tell me yeah. that that was Cliff. It's cr- no, he he talks to people. He'll have whole conversations with people mm-hmm. that know him well and don't realize it's him until he's like it's me. It's yeah, me. Under yeah, the, yeah. Um, so yeah, I do. I, I like Zelvis is hot, but he's also scary. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know that I could ever really get down with Zelvis. I'll save this question for when he's on the mic, but are there any girls who are like, sign me up? I need a Zelvis. Like, Oh, he has quite a few Instagram stalkers. Like it, it could yeah. be a very specific <laughs> fetish. There could be people who really need a little bit of Zelvis in their in their weekend life. I think it's probably more common than you might realize. <laughs> I would believe it. I would believe that 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 caters to a very specific unscratched itch in, in the society, people who have that yes. itch. <laughs> so let's okay. do it. What is it? Okay, so horny na- claim to fame. Naughty claim okay. to fame. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So naughty claim to fame. How do we, what do I have to do? Tell you the naughtiest thing I did if, if I give a, what? Let's yeah, just so, do it. So, <laughs> okay. So we're going to answer the question, like the normal fishbowl. Okay. Yep, yep. And then you'll guide me through. I think this might be something easier done than said. So let's, right. okay. let's do it, Marie. And then, um, okay. What's something you judge others on, even though you know, it kind of makes you a bad person. This is a perfect question to start <laughs> naughty claim to fame on. Okay. Um, should I? I'll let you go first since you're the guest. Uh, what is? What do I judge other people on? Even though you know you you shouldn't. Makes you an asshole. Oh, oh, you want to know what it is? And it it, it couldn't be more appropriate. Okay. Uh, a body type. Okay. I totally judge overweight people. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, I know what's it's the judgment? wrong. What's the judgment that you put on them? Like that it's their fault that they, they're overweight? N- no, no, no. When I see somebody who's overweight, they carry the entire, the entire American obesity epidemic on their shoulders in my mind. Like I see them as, as a, as a totem for what I do feel is uh, a deteriorating physical health of our country due to poor eating habits and I'd see them as emblematic of, of uh, a nationwide lack of self-care, uh, lack of engagement with their own. Like, uh, they carry a lot of... They become symbolic Yes, for you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I know it's wrong. Yeah. I know, like, I'm, I, I got lucky. My genetics leave me skinny. Right. So I don't have to do anything. I, the, my diet is atrocious. Like, no questions asked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but still I find myself judging them knowing that, knowing that it makes me a bad person. Like it, it is the most hypocritical thing I do regularly. And I've tried to make my brain, I'm tr- like, I don't know how to fix it. Like what, what is the mm-hmm. other habit that my brain can be in? Yeah. But then I realize I hate everything. So no, that's a common, like I, I, I'll, I'll admit that mm-hmm. I definitely have a, a little bit of that too. Um, because I am super into health and fitness and I work really hard mm-hmm. to, to sort of maintain that. So I, the, the go-to when you see someone who maybe isn't maintaining that is to like judge them. Yes. So yes. I, yeah. And you do have to teach yourself not to do it. That's, but then I think, then I remember like, uh, it's not arbitrary. Not every, I, not every society has the average body weight that America has. Correct. Yeah. And that means that it's, not uncurable 
that we are failing to act as a society and as individuals. So that a part of me can't let it go. Yeah. Because a part of me is aware that it is something that behaviorally we could change and we should change in the same way that nobody should smoke because of the damage it does to your body. We can change like it's uh, anyway, you got me. Yeah. But I, but, but on your point, I mean, um, in the fifties, everybody smoked because nobody really knew it was bad for you and mm-hmm. it wasn't a really big deal. Have you seen all about Eve? Yes. That is like, <laughs> they're like eating their cigarettes. They've got two in the ear, yeah. two in the nose, and then three more in the mouth at any given moment. Yeah. And it was super hip. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we started like judging cigarette smokers yeah. and saying like, this is your own fault yeah, that yeah. you're dying of lung cancer, even though when you were growing up, oh, yeah, no one yeah, yeah, told yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. So I feel like that's actually being to that way. I think you hit something very, very good there. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm getting old enough where I think that the young kids are too picky with words. Mm. Like the, the words too that offended easily. Yeah. The yeah. words that I grew up saying are now, uh, uh, you know, we don't, they're, they're not kosher anymore. Right. They're off. Oh, yeah. they're, they're hashtag canceled. As, as, <laughs> am I cool and hip because I used the I, hashtag in conversation? Yes. Awesome. Yes. You, I mean, you would be cool and hip five years ago. Yeah. So, um, I'm very much in real time experiencing that thing of like, but this is just what we did when I was a kid. Why are you pissed off at me for the thing that everyone did? Right. So fra- reframing it like that, um, it, helpful and inspirational because it reminds me that we are always moving forward and we can always improve and we can revise behavior and we can try to. So thank you. Excellent. Good job. <laughs> okay. Now do I answer? Yeah, please. My turn. Okay. Um, what, you know, I mean, I, I am a judgy person and I really try not to judge people, but I, um, and this is something that I'm working on. I really judge people on their self-reliance. Like when I see people who really, that's harsh, they expect, they expect to get things like they just expect help and they just expect for me as someone who never got that, you know, I, I was one of four kids. I didn't get that growing up. Um, I always had to do everything myself being the only woman on set. Like I always had to do everything myself and earn really earn everything. And when I see people who are kind of complaining that they just expect to be given something because they showed up, I get really judgy. And then I feel bad about it because they're not doing it on purpose and they just had a different life than I did and they didn't learn those skills, but I get really judgy. (laughs) Can I give you a pro tip on on how to uh, marry somebody from a third world country? And then you realize like how much shit you were given. Yeah. You become very slowly only because of her patience. Do, does one become aware of, Yeah. of, you know, pretty much like there's that saying, like people being born on third thinking they hit a triple. Right. You and I, we weren't born on home plate. Right. We might not have been born on third, but we weren't born on home plate. Right. Yeah, exactly. There are definitely people who've been, who were born on first, second. Yeah, Maybe we were born on third. Yeah. You know. yeah we're like second. We're second. Yeah. yeah. And then the trust fund kids were born on third. But yeah, yeah there's yeah. definitely a first base and a, and a home plate before yep. us. I think I understand baseball. We're doing baseball, right? We're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We're on the same page. All right. So who's naughty? Who's so got to be naughty? I think both. I feel like we both had good answers. Yeah, I think we both won. That means we both have to Ooh. say something or do, do something naughty. naughty. Claim to fame. Um, well, since our audience can't see us, I feel like we should we should go with the verbal. Okay. Okay. I'll start, so I'll get you going. Yeah, yeah. Right? You'll be the the prototype, the model, the template. Yeah. So this should inspire you. So everything you do inspires me, Marie. Get real. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna make me blush. Um, so I, uh, every, every morning when I shower or evening, whenever it kind of happens to be, and I get out and, you know, I'm drying off, I really can't help myself once I kind of catch myself in the mirror. Um, I like do a little dance naked for myself Mm -hmm. in the mirror. Like I, I kind of, I start by kind of modeling a little bit, you know, I kind of, I get a few poses in there and then by the end I'm kind of doing a whole 
a whole uh, arm choreography dance and all the stuff. And, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I got to get ready. <laughs> like, right, stop dancing naked and like start blow drying your hair. But, yeah, okay. That's- okay. So the theme is moments when we feel excited to be in our bodies. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. All right, Mom, Selena, just skip forward about like two (laughs) minutes, maybe five. Oh, this is going to be a long one. Okay. Well, it's a little spicy, and I imagine you'll have follow-up questions or something to really (laughs) drag me through the mud on this one. Um, I'm hung well. Oh, (laughs) according to who? You want re- do, you, do you want references? References we, available. Can we have on, them call in to the show? Who can I get on text message <laughs> that can confirm it? So, um, and are we talking about limp or erect? Both. Okay. Because you, you know, some it's like a, a grower to, sh- what is it? A grower, not a shower? I'm both. But you're both. Okay, yeah, you're a grower yeah, and yeah. a shower. Yeah, you would not okay. be disappointed, I promise you. <laughs> okay, so, so, but. That make you feel good when you're comparing yourself to other men or? No, when. All right. I was dating this girl in Japan. First time we were making out. I will tell you what she said in Japanese. <laughs> okay. And then I'll translate. Then you'll translate? Okay. Moody. Zetai hai Okay. Go get your, your Denshi G-shows people if you don't know that. Uh, impossible. That oh. will never fit. Oh, wow. Okay. And moments like that, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. So you just like kind of tuck that in your yeah, memory and yeah. you're like, okay. So the one part of my body that I'm like, fuck yeah about is the one part that I will never, ever reveal to anyone who's not close to me. Right. The, is that? Yeah. I mean, but. I'm, I'm a lot. You'll get this metaphor. I'm a lot like Spider-Man. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Trying to marry those two. I could see that. Because the whole that. the whole Spider-Man story is about how like he he's got this incredible thing, but he can't share it with the world. Like it's yeah. it the best part about him has to be secret. And I think that's why that story is so popular is right. because we all have something inside of us that is the best thing about us that we don't know how to manifest on a public stage. Um, so in that respect, uh, me and Peter Parker, man, we're like so close. All right. So you never thought about doing porn? Absolutely not. Really? But you could show off. Yeah, but you could have a mask. The other 98 <laughs> percent is. Eh, meh, OK, so, just the, so you need a reverse bathing suit. Yes. OK. <laughs> it's like I've said my whole life. I need a reverse bathing suit. There we go. Should we ding on that? I think, yeah, I'm about to go into a full-blown panic attack right now. <laughs> okay. Ding. <laughs> Is it my turn to pull? Let me yes. pull one out. Uh-oh. <laughs> the look on we're your gonna, face is not promising. We're going to ease off the throttle. Okay. Tell us about a small business that you enjoy visiting. Oh, I mean, that's very broad. Like mm-hmm. a specific place a specific small business yeah um i'm gonna say um all of the performers that i get to work with and producers i mean most of the producers in la that it's a small business Mm -hmm. um so i enjoy patroning patronizing patronizing mm-hmm. patronizing is that weird that patronizing is a good thing and also a bad thing yeah that's why i was like feel like how that's did those not two right words word. how i always like it when when it's like opposites like uh raise a building and raise a building are the opposite what's the opposite? like to build raise to a build building. one but also raises to tear to something down oh really yeah 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 oh. there are a couple opposites that are also homonyms right isn't it's, this fun yeah <laughs> This is you're the, so smart. The naughty. <laughs> I am not the right guest for naughty claim to fame. Well, this is a good warm up. This is a good okay. warm up. Um, yeah, so I, I, you enjoy patronizing the businesses of the people you work with. Uh, performers, yeah. I mean, there are so many really cool shows and so many really amazing producers that are trying to create something new and different and and take entertainment to the next level. Um, 
So uh, one of my favorite shows is called House of Red Velvet. And um, you would love her. It's produced by Olivia Bellafontaine, and that's her business. Um, is that a real name or a stage name? I'm assuming that's her stage name. Okay. Um, but she because every now and then there's somebody who it might just be named Olivia Bellafontaine. Yeah, I mean it's like a very, are, yeah. It's possible. Definitely and possible. I was hoping against could, hope. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I can't verify that. Anyway, it could easily be her. But you know she she creates like an immersive experience that is like nothing else I've I've ever seen. I mean her brain. I want to live in her brain, but also I don't because it seems really scary because there's just it's so surreal. I mean, I feel like she's a modern day Salvador Dali, really, but she creates it into performance art. So she's not the only one, but that's an example yeah, of yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the like small businesses I like to to visit. The, you're absolutely correct that uh, like there's a lot of good live stuff going yeah. on and it's a lot of like it's so competitive. There's a, the pack where it's free to perform there and free to like, you just walk, like yeah. there's so much happening as such a competitive town for shows. Yeah. Um, anything on all ends of the spectrum. What my answer, um, Mitsuru cafe in little Tokyo is this kind of diner. Oh. It's got this vibe. Like, uh, you know, when you look at old photos of, uh, Oh, what's the one, um, the noir film where the, the, the daughter is trying to seduce the, mom's boyfriend oh, down um, by the beach it's like it's a name it's the woman's name it's the name of the movie right? you know the yeah. but like they were she works Mildred at a, Pierce. Yeah, yeah 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 she works at a restaurant or something there's a lot of scenes in a restaurant down by the it's oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah poor setup poor poor setup but yeah it when you walk in it has the feeling of the type of hollywood place that was 25 cent steaks in the twenties or whatever. Like it looks like it looks and feels like those old photos. And I don't think they ever did any upkeep. It has a weird smell when you walk in. Okay. Yeah. So there's like stuff in the walls. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Um, I want to go there. But I like it. I like it a lot. It's and dude, we are not setting up like I'll take you there, but don't expect anything but a dive. But I love it. Favorite. Okay. 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 So just so we're on the same page and it's like $8 omelets or whatever all day long. You know, the kind of place, you know, I love that. All right, naughty claim to fame. I, I don't think there's a win or a lose. I think we just... We just both do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. You set it up, and then I'll try to answer the heart of... Like, you you know the world of naughtiness. I don't. If I set it up, it'll be about Donkey Kong Country. If you set it up, it'll be about something actually in line. And then I'll try to pull the essence and find my version of that, whatever you say. Okay. Um. So my naughty claim... Um. So... I would say it's a sort of a naughty claim is like when you, you, you kind of know that somebody's interested in you mm-hmm. and then like you, you make the decision to like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for this. And then you have to do like the dance of, of flirting and like kind of seeing like, okay, what, what do they want? And it's like just that whole dance of like, okay, he's this kind of guy. So he, he probably wants this kind of girl or she's this kind of girl. So she wants this kind of girl. And, and you kind of, you like, you take a few steps and you take a few steps back and then you take a, a step in this direction mm-hmm. and it seems to work. And so then you take another step, but then you're like, Oh, Oh wait, maybe not, maybe not pull back. That's like one of my, one of my favorite pastimes <laughs> is that doing that dance and figuring out that, What's like, what do you have to say about that? About the dance of the flirt. I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. Do, do you like it or no? Um, gosh. I love it. 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 Do you have one t- tactic that you use or is it a dance? Uh, Well, t- college, high school, it was... Uh, guitar, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, uh, I suppose the, the first, like the, the main, here's how basic I am. The main crux of it is breaking the physical barrier, like skin to skin contact without either person feeling that it's inappropriate or ah. being freaked out or shocked by it or surprised or taking Finding like a little way to touch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And then, and then figuring out if that, if they recoil in horror or... <laughs> <laughs> or keep smiling. That's very sexy, though. That's like that little moment where you both realize, okay, we just touched, but I'm not going to make a big deal yeah. about it. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And a friend of mine, he was a motorcycle guy, and he said that's one of the best things about motorcycles is, is it's done and dusted. If you go for a ride, the the physical barrier is broken mm-hmm. from the moment you pick her up at her house. Ah, okay. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. You've already been very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I should get a motorcycle. What's, but what's your go-to like little? Is it like a touch of the arm? Is it like? I'll a, tell you exactly what it is. Yeah. Do you mind if I hold your hand? Was that what you asked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and what did they say? Um, well, I say, do you mind if I'd hold your hand because I think I'd really like to, and um, you know, you can you can suss it out from there. <laughs> <laughs> you can usually tell what the what the what the messaging is, whether it's a, if they're like, God, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there um, are there are tepid yeses, cold, oh, soft okay. nos. Yeah. I guess they're called. Mm, mm-hmm. Where you can, you know, you end up holding hands for like 30 seconds. And right, then, like they say yes, but yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. really a yes. Yeah, 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 ah, yeah. okay. And then there are some that are like, yeah, yeah, please, please. Oh, that warms my little heart. I'm glad you drew the shape of your heart <laughs> as you told me. For our listeners, I drew a shape of the heart. So that's my big move. Okay, that's hot. Is it? Yeah, because it's the nice guy approach. Nice isn't a thing. Which, which is better than like the... Ah, arm around you. Mm, you yeah, know. no, I, Nobody I'd really rather know. Consent yeah. is so sexy. Is there anything sexier than consent? Enthusiastic consent. Up top. Yeah. I should have known you'd have an answer for that one. <laughs> this isn't very naughty. I feel like we're being pretty buttoned down for our naughty. Oh, it's your here, turn. Pick. Sorry. Okay, here, I'll pick this one. We need to get spicier, Marie. Oh, and I'm oh. counting on you to turn up the this heat. Is, this is a bit of a spicy question. It Excellent. may or may not be in my handwriting. Okay. Um, if you could spend the night with one person, who Tilda would it Swinton. be? Oh, you did not think about that whatsoever. <laughs> and you? <laughs> well, of course, I mean, consent, nothing is sexier than consent. Right, right. She's, she, uh, I yeah, wouldn't, you're spending like, the night with somebody who's totally consenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's whatever you want to no, do. No, fuck that. That was my joke answer. My fucking wife. I haven't seen her no, in a year you plus. you can't say your wife. We're talking well, fantasy land, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, obviously, your wife. Yes, no, I want it, to spend the night with your wife, too. <laughs> You'd be so happy. <laughs> I, I kind of think I would be. Um, just like, okay, could I get mushy for a minute? Yeah. Cuddling with her. Let me tell you about Winters. Because <laughs> she describes me as like a heater, and that means that she will cling to me as if gravity was about to switch off, and if she wasn't holding on to me, she would float into space. Nothing is better. I dread summer because oh, she wants to stay away there is you. a chance that we will not be <laughs> wrapped up in each other all night long. What was the question? How much do I want to have sex with Tilda Swinton? Uh, all, just spend the night all with her. <laughs> there was one person. I left it very broad. You could do anything. If you're going to spend the night with her, you could have sex. You could is it a, give her a bubble bath. You could. What makes you think that bubble baths and sex are? Are mutually exclusive. Right, I mean, you have the whole night. You have the whole night. I would... <laughs> okay, with any person... Oh my God, even if there wasn't sex, just to watch the sunrise with Tilda Swinton and have that story in your back pocket. <laughs> Why? That's an even better story. If I was like, I get, we had a bubble bath, talked the rest of the night, watched the sunrise, and went our separate ways. Possibly a better story. Because, anyway... <laughs> Who would you? Who I mean, God, you know, it's so hard to narrow it down to to one person. Um, but I would, at this point in my life, because the answer definitely would have probably been been different at different times. But I would say Johnny Depp. What? Yeah, because I have so this many, current iteration have, of Johnny no, Depp no, 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 is no. the one that finally got you over nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay, Johnny okay, Depp. yeah, because. And I would have so many sort of questions for him about like what is what's gonna make him the way that he is now. So, so, so Johnny, what have you got planned for the next like, decade and a know, half? Because I feel like at this point, it would be very hard to like understand him as a person. But I feel like back back then at at the sort of the blossoming of his career. Like the rise to fame is still present enough. Like he yeah. can remember a time when he was a normal person. Right. And like, and also for me, that was the pinnacle of his career, you know, yeah. like Edward Scissorhands, um, anything really from the nineties. But like, that's, 
that's the guy that I want to know and I want to know what makes him tick and how he is those characters and and then also he's super hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> so he's talented yeah. as fuck and also hot through yeah. the roof. So it's like, let's talk. Now take off your clothes. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk some more. Now take them off again. You know, like yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. fill a whole night because I feel like there's some people you could fill a few hours with. Yes, but to fill the whole night. You know who I'd actually like to spend a non-sexual night with? Yeah, is uh, Keanu Reeves. He's one I would love to have like a long form, five really? six hour chat. Huh. I might even like what? Wait, why not? I never perceived him as somebody who would be super interesting to talk to. That's why I want to talk to him. <laughs> you want to find because he has he's, has such like a blank slate persona in yeah. public. But you know, like watch the 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 um training behind the scenes footage of John Wick. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot going on inside his head and heart. He's very, very focused, very, very dedicated. And I don't think that that blank slate is the whole story. And mm. I'd love to, I'd love to know what he says after th- hour three. Right. When and he after, drops the. Yeah. 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 Persona. Like when the, yeah. One in the morning, maybe a one shot too many. Okay. Okay. But, when he loosens up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not hes not Keanu Reeves. He's not decades of movie star Keanu Reeves. He's just like some dude who ended up in this life that he has. Mm. We both want to know like this off the map person. You want Johnny Depp. I want Keanu Reeves like to just know who they actually are. Right, like what's underneath yeah. everything. Especially, I mean, for me, when you see somebody who can so completely become a character... Then it's like I want to know what you re- what you're really like. Here's a naughty yeah. question. Okay. Here's a naughty thing. Okay. We're talking about sunrises. Uh huh. What's your like? What's your What's your night that you didn't expect to watch the sunrise with someone else, but you did? That oh you God. like called up at six o'clock in the afternoon or something. You, you just went out to get burgers, and it didn't stop until the next morning. Oh, this is going to be a, a really sappy story. Um, Tell me. This is okay. So when I was in, oh, I'm not going to say how old I was, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that means not 18. Um, possibly under 18. Um, I was at the beach in mm-hmm. North Carolina, uh, Long Beach, which is like a small beach town. LBX, baby. It's really cool. Um, and I... Wait, no, OBX is Outer Banks. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what not, I'm talking about. It's one of the Outer Banks, yeah. but it's just like the small little, like, beach town, like, mm-hmm. resort houses, and then, like, a little pier with a tackle shop, and that's it. So that afternoon, I was in the tackle shop, like, you know, getting a popsicle or something, and, um... Now I, I just I got was, this picture of you, like, in a bikini <laughs> getting with a, a popsicle, popsicle right? like, totally <laughs> Lolita-ing it up to the yeah. counter clerk or whatever. And, and, and I had not totally... Uh, grown into my body, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I really didn't, my body didn't become proportionate until I was kind of in my early twenties. Cause like women, they get hips Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily get those hips when you're a teenager. So uh, yeah. So you had the boobs. Boobs, but no hips. Okay. No booty. So that was definitely like the first thing that you kind of looked at. Um, So being in a bikini was, was probably a little, Overboard, But yes, there was this guy at the uh, counter and he was like, you know, very cute, very beach guy, but like uh, not not a surfer or anything. You know, he was just the guy hanging out and we started chatting, you know, and he's like, oh, I I get off at eight. You know, you want to come back when I get off and I'll take you to dinner. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll let my friends know. And, you know, okay, I'll come back. So Mm -hmm. went hung out with my friends and came back around eight. He got off. We went and got like. You know, I'm sure he got a burger. I probably got like a, a grilled chicken sandwich and, mm-hmm. you know, and then we hung out and then it was just, it just kind of kept going. And like, we went back to his place, which was this like, uh, little, I kind of want to say trailer, but not trailer, like mm-hmm. not mobile, but like a trailer. Like setup. a modular home kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Cause yep. he was, you know, he just kind of, he came every summer and he worked at the beach thing and he was in college somewhere else. And. And we're like hanging out in his little trailer and he's telling me like, you know, that he, uh, he has this girlfriend, but you know, they really haven't talked all summer and you know, he feels this connection with me and I'm like, okay. And we start making out and then he kind of stops me and he's like, I can tell he's like really nervous. And I'm like, you know, why are you so nervous? And he's like, well, I'm a virgin. 
you know, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) we can stop, you know, and he's like, I no, I don't want to stop, but you know, I'm, I'm nervous because I'm a virgin and I'm like, okay, I don't really know. I haven't been in this situation before, you know, because I usually dated older guys so that, and he was older than me, but, you know, so I hadn't been in this situation before. So I'm like, okay, well, we're, we're going to figure this out together and we're going to go really slow. And if you want to do this, we'll do it. But you're also probably never going to see me again after tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm only, I think I was only there for like one more night after that, you know, so yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah. hanging out with my friends, you know? So he was like, you know, thought about it for a second. He's like, I'm okay with that. So (laughs) it was really, it was really wonderful. Um, and then, uh, we, we get up for him to walk me home and like the sun's kind of coming out and he's like, let's go on the beach. And so he, he stops me and he writes my name in the sand, like really big. And then the tide starts coming in and it like Mm -hmm. washes away my name. And he's like, this is how you'll always be in my memory. Like this, this thing in the sand that like was washed away. That's so sweet. That's like a <laughs> darling story. Yeah, I mean that, you know, that was definitely unexpected. That's wonderful. Yeah. I cannot possibly top that. Like that's <laughs> There's yeah, you win. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, You win. win. I guess I have to Ding. <laughs> that wasn't even that naughty. Well, I didn't go into detail. I'm going to skip that one. Because it was one of mine. Like when I started the show, I had to put some in before the first guest came on. Where do you feel the safest? Oh. Am I going first? Where do I feel? Either one of us could go the the first. We can both think. Where do I feel the safest? This is going to be like another cheesy answer. I feel like. Bad. Like when 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 I hit that pillow at the end of the day. Uh, mm-hmm. I can tell I feel safe because I fall asleep immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's going to be like with my husband's arm around me. Does yeah. show like, isn't that the thing? That's like me too. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it, it kind of goes, I mean, I mean, not with your husband's arms around. Well, me, he makes with, people feel safe. Um, he scares me. <laughs> See, that's why he makes me feel safe. Um, no, I mean, it's, you know, when you have, your partner and yeah. they've got that arm around you. It just feels so strong and you feel like you're in this like, you know, cocoon and nothing can, can hurt This you. is the least naughty episode know, God, we've ever, we've <laughs> ever had. So we both feel safest in our beds with our, our spouses, spouses holding us close. Lame. <laughs> Where do you feel most vulnerable? Um, I feel most vulnerable um, when I have just finished a project and I have to show it to somebody. Ooh, okay. Like a client or my boss. Um, yeah, because that's that's my work. That's my creativity. That's and they're gonna judge it, and they're supposed to judge it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's um, it's incredibly vulnerable, and it I get more nervous with that than walking out on stage taking my clothes off. That's the thing is. Did you ever feel that fear or that vulnerability on stage? Oh, like you oh. weren't going to be able to control the situation. I I am always nervous, and I tell I tell my girls, I tell my students, if you really watch me, every time I go to unclip my bra, my hands shake. Really? And you, I mean, you you have to really watch, and they used to shake a lot. If when I would watch old video, I'm like, holy shit, I can see them shaking. Now it's like it's just a little. My fingers shake just a little. Um, when I'm unclipping that bra or when I'm unzipping the dress or I'm, I'm taking off the, um, the shimmy belt because, uh, it is, it's your art and you're putting it out there and you're, the audience might hate it. I mean, that's never happened to me because the audience is there to have fun. Yeah. And the yeah, audience, yeah. when my experience, the audience wants you to succeed. Yeah. And, and they want to have fun and they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I mean, one time I couldn't get my bra off. It got stuck mm-hmm. and everybody knew that that was what was happening, you know, yep, but yep, they yep. were cheering for me. And like the song ended and I finally got it off and it was like, this is the biggest <laughs> round of applause I've ever yep, gotten. Yep, yep, you know? yep, yep. Um, so it, there's a, there's a vulnerability and a nervousness, but you always feel very encouraged. Um, whereas, and, and that for that art, whereas if I'm showing someone a film project, they usually lead with all the things they want to change. Mm-hmm. You know, and then at the end they're like, "Oh, but it was really good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't get that big round of applause. You know, 
Where do I feel vulnerable? Uh, yeah, sister mom, skip ahead. <laughs> I spent oh, like, truth time. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I spent like the first 25 years. Okay, 13 to 25. <laughs> Age 13 to 25. Thir- 13 to 30. Okay. Pretty much like basically a nonstop erection. Okay, is that common for men, do you think? No, I was... I, until, until he died, Prince was the horniest man on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can concede that, yeah. <laughs> I'd never wanted to be in the top spot. <laughs> no, but as I, as I get into my old age, I am able to function and think like a regular human being. Right. Which... Uh, is delightful, but that means that like I'm on the downward slope, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Uh, you, you remember that greatest asset of mine that I mentioned earlier in this episode. <laughs> we, I do. I, yeah. Yeah. That's where I feel most vulnerable. Okay. Interesting. There will be a day and it's ever closer <laughs> where that thing will be nothing but a disappointment to everyone. And I've been watching this gradient. It was okay. such a relief to hit 30 and finally be able to function like a normal human being. <laughs> so interesting. In- what does functioning like a normal human being look like for you? Um Oh, good lord, you're really making me come out. <laughs> three until like until my early 30s, three orgasms a day. Or I was a monster. And how did you find time to fit all that in? Say you're working. I work efficiently. You're working 12 hours on set. So are you cramming them all in beforehand? Are you no, spreading no, no, like them out? No, no, spreading them out. One, okay. one before the day work. starts. Uh-huh. One when I get home. And then another before going to sleep. Wow. Okay. But you could go the 12 hours on set. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'd just be like fucking cranky. <laughs> By hour eight, you're yeah, just cranky. Like, uh, uh, every girl's suddenly way more beautiful than when we started, and I can't focus on anything but. 30 comes along, and I'm finally able, like, one a day, and I can be a normal human being. Okay. Like, I can maintain the facade till <laughs> nightfall. I'd like to see a study on this. Late 30s? Yeah. I'm good. Oh, really? I'm, I'm finally, okay. I feel, I am at where I wished I had been since I was 18. Cause mm-hmm. I think of like all the work I could have gotten done, all the uh, films I could have made, all the writing yeah. I could have done, like how much time was wasted. But how much did you enjoy life? Like, I feel like everyone should have one orgasm a day if possible. I mean, we probably would have no war if that was the situation. I have a theory. Can I tell you my theory? Yeah. Um, if everybody was not racist for 24 hours, nobody would be racist again ever. Like oh, if, like you just get over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you got a taste of what it was like to step out into the world and just be like, hey, everybody's pretty cool, I guess. You would never go, <laughs> go back. back. Oh, I like that. Okay, maybe we can make that happen. National Non-Racism Day. Bye! Bye, You're roommate. You're <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it naughty because mm-hmm. we're talking about vulnerability and feeling safe and all that yes stuff. yes yes this uh, is an easy transition yeah. this one so, that's why i went to vulnerability okay. was, yeah so what's your go-to in the bedroom that you're that you know like i'm gonna do this this position this move this thing oh, and it's what gonna can be I a bust home out? yeah do you have your moves locked and loaded you know it oh, is it not just you be you i mean that's a, like you exude sexuality <laughs> you're you're a, a pheromone factory yeah i mean i would say i don't i don't get nervous when it comes to the bedroom, like I'm you know, a, you've got a trick up your sleeve if you you got some some yeah, I'm not something about you need to performance, lean on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. definitely have go to things that I find myself kind of always doing. So I so I'll start. Oh, almond oil. Oh, okay. Tip to toe, That's almond oil. Mm, like a whole massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sh- I suck at massage, but just to take 15, 20 minutes to two things are happening. Yeah. That make it I think wonderful for the partner. One is just a relaxing. Yeah rub down Uh and the other is that like i'm really taking time to admire every facet of their body um and that's 
so much fun for both people. Like it's yeah. just, it's a delight to admire your partner's body and really swim in the fact that they're like, that they signed up for you to be close to it. That's such a, such a joy. Ugh, and if more men did that, I feel like every woman would be super confident in her body. I have done my part. <laughs> I've really. <laughs> Can you teach a class is the question on this. Um, I'd have to talk to my wife if she'd be, but it's, it's so, it's so much better. It's so much better to. Oh no. Yeah. You're, you're making that, you're, you're telling that woman, I love every single part of you, this fat roll that you're insecure about. I'm massaging Mm -hmm. it and I love it. But you you also get to luxuriate in the beauty of them, of of your partner. Like you, it's you, there's a lot in it for you too, to really just take that time to feel every, every different part at some parts it's more bony and some parts it's more fatty and all of it's just like phenomenal that you get to be close to that person in such a wonderful way okay take that's notes my, everyone that's listening. my move yeah i love, I love that's it. a great move it's fun that would work on me i feel like that would work on anyone yeah but when you are <laughs> uh non-traditionally handsome of as i have been called time and again <laughs> Like you, not many people are just like, Hey, open invitation. Let's see where you go with this. Right. Like people are missing out. I, I, my heart breaks for them. (laughs) (laughs) Every woman who hasn't spent a night with me, I'd really feel that pain. No, I, every woman deserves to have what you're talking about. I I totally agree. Also, I believe every man deserves to just be loved and admired by, uh, by a person who loves and admires them. You know, I had a, a fetish um for a long time of shaving men's legs and it's, it was like a twofold was fetish. this like a full-blown like this is what this was part of the sexual routine or was it like a fascination and well it was it, it you usually only get to do it once or twice and it mm-hmm. takes a lot of convincing they have mm-hmm. to like really trust you um and it's like they the it's, fuck if we weren't married i'd be like oh, as soon as we're done recording let's see what happens like, yeah because for so many men that part of their body never gets touched. Mm-hmm. That part of their body, they're totally ignoring it. And and I think it's not very sensitive if you're covered in hair, right? And so I loved like the, the boundary pushing too because mm-hmm. it's not masculine to have your legs shaved. But when you have a really gorgeous woman shaving your legs and you're in the bathtub, so you're naked and maybe she's naked and she's shaving your legs. So you have all this sensation in an area where there is no yeah, sensation yeah, yeah. usually, you know, I mean, we, we talk about women's legs, but when's the last time someone's been like, wow, that, that guy's got great legs. You I know? shoot drag shows. Well, <laughs> in that case, yeah. And their legs are, they take care of them. Yeah, so they're really putting the, the hard yeah. yards on, on maintenance. Yeah. But a lot of men have great legs and you would never know cause they're always in pants. And yep. so giving them that, that little bit of totally unexpected attention to that part of their body they always fought me on it going mm-hmm. into it and then they loved it. That's awesome. <laughs> Swinky, when you get to America. <laughs> Leg shaving time. Oh, what yeah. would you use? Like a, a Venus razor, a flat blade, like, or a clippers? Um, let's talk technique. Let's, let's yeah, really. I, I, if it's all about the, so, so you, I, for me, it requires a bathtub mm-hmm. because it's about making them kind of feel almost like the pampered woman yep, in the situation, yep, yep. you know, so I would run a bubble bath and then it's like lots of luxurious shaving cream, like really nice smelling, like women's shaving cream, mm-hmm. Gillette, silky smooth. So you rub that down and you know, most men have a lot of hair on their legs. So it, it kind of takes a while, but yeah, almost yeah. like the more you're doing it, it's like they're getting more and more sensitive with every stroke. Cause uh-huh. you're, you're pulling off. Speaking layers. of every stroke <laughs> as you go, you know, and then, um, and it takes a lot of time and that's, yeah, it would be faster if I used clippers, but it's yeah. about, it's the about the, the, the sensuality yeah, of it and, and they're the getting slowness so of much it. Yeah. Attention. The intimacy of it. It's yeah. not, a, it's not a, a haircut <laughs> right. in the military. Yeah. Like, all right. I've got the clippers Next. stand here done. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that's, so I would say, yeah, Venus razor. I mean a woman's razor or you, I mean you can use a face razor, but a woman's razor is made yeah. a little bit more. For the, yeah, the legs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what is the thing that is guaranteed to turn you on? Oh, Um, when I see the, the glint in someone else's eye that Mm -hmm. they're like really excited. Like we're not coming back from this. We're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and cause there's always a moment, Uh you know, where like you can just see like, they're like, 
whoa, <laughs> this is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to happen right now. <laughs> we have passed the point of no return. Yeah. And like, you know, that, so like my partner being excited mm-hmm. makes me excited, you know? And I think it's different with an audience because yep, the audience yep, being yep. excited gets me excited in a different way. And they're excited in a different way too, because they're, they're watching, you yeah, know, they're, yeah. they're more of a voyeur in that sense, but you get a piece of that with someone else because they're looking at you. And sometimes it's like you're, you're taking something off or or you're sliding into bed under the covers with them. And it's just like that little moment of like childlike excitement, like it's it's coming. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's coming. Like that for me is like when I'm okay, if I wasn't ready before I'm ready. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, oh, you're not going to. Oh, I have to answer. No, you're, I, th- I thought you would ask what turns me on, but I guess you oh, want to ding. So we I can mean, ding. no, what turns you on? What? We could just keep going with this, but What's I should have done guarantee? my own fishbowl of these questions. You got, you got some good ones in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me a naughty secret of yours. Oh, who wrote that? I couldn't imagine. Handwriting's too bad. Uh, Miss Ben Youth. Oh, did I? I totally forgot about that. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, well, we've been doing we've been doing naughty secrets all, naughty all day long. Secret. Here. Oh, how many virgins have you deflowered in your day? <laughs> to my knowledge, yeah, because <laughs> there have been a few that I suspected maybe maybe didn't. No, and the guys can fudge the numbers a little, <laughs> or yeah. keep it a secret. Oh, right, where they don't say anything, and then I'm kind of like. Definitely, they're definitely like low in the experience department. Yeah, so you yeah, kind of yeah. wonder. Um, and obviously, once you get over like 21, you kind of assume that they. Um, I, so, to my knowledge, it would just be three. Okay. So just three, not a ton. What would about you? Hold on. Let me get out <laughs> the calculator. The- no, it was uh, something, I think five or six, maybe. I think there's something about my personality. And I'm not talking like I'm not I'm not trolling high schools or anything yeah. late in life versions like mid 20s, late 20s even where just like I've never really felt comfortable. I do feel comfortable around you and I, you know, I'd like to try with you. I would definitely say the women that I saw you with mm-hmm. in college, I could very easily see that they were maybe somebody who wasn't super sexually gregarious yeah 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 that's true and it seemed to follow me even into my late 20s and yeah yeah it was even into my late 20s uh, dating age appropriate don't get the wrong idea like i'm not yeah and yeah that's a bit of a secret that's a first that's a the fishbowl first time this has been aired on the fishbowl how do you like that mom and sister sorry (laughs) no but it's it's um and I think I think any of the women who chose me to be their first would probably give a pretty good review. Well, they have nothing to compare it to. I even. <laughs> no, I could see how I, I. That's what I'm saying. I could totally see the women. I'm like going kind of going back in yeah. through my head for some of the women that I do know that you've dated, and and seeing you with them, I could see that comfort level and giving them the kind of opportunity to explore those things. Yeah. And also that yeah. like, can I hold your hand? That, that isn't the end of the question asking or right. like, mm-hmm. is it okay if I sit a little bit closer to you right now? Are you comfortable? Like, yeah. do you can, like this? Yeah. Should yeah, I yeah. keep doing it? Yeah. Is, and yeah. And then they would say, I don't know. Cause I don't know what I don't like and do like yet. Like, let's just keep trying yeah. different things. Well, there's not enough question asking in sex usually, I think. I think it's fun. Yeah, well, why you not? You can make it like super right. sexy to mm-hmm. be asking questions and giving feedback and you know, like if uh, and saying what you like. Yes, yes. And getting what you like, right? Like so many women and men, I think, are afraid mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, I don't love this position. Let's try this one instead." Yeah. Or, hey, I really like it when blah, blah, blah. Could you maybe try that? Yeah. You know? Or even at the beginning, just saying to your partner, like, I might not be asking questions. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. But you should know that you can say, that's not going to happen. Instead, <laughs> we're going to do X. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, just to keep that, that dialogue going is so fucking hot. It's so much fun. Like why wait? You know, I like words. That's like my wheelhouse. (laughs) Of course there are going to be words in the bedroom. Do you rhyme? Do the questions rhyme? (sighs) (laughs) That's like level 10 million Jesse at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've rhymed intentionally in the bed. Like I might've pounced on one if it presented itself but i never went in saying like i'm gonna rhyme my way into her pants okay well maybe try do you think that would work i would be impressed it would be impressive if it worked yeah well then if you could just do it like maintain a straight face oh like you know are you talking like go shakespearean or go like the rhymes you usually do like the silly rhymes okay yeah shit man (laughs) there's got to be a fetish out okay any of our listeners, if that's your fetish, please write in. We need to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> open it up. Go go get uh, issue seven of Mad Magazine, turn to page 13. And if that turns you on, please write the show. <laughs> my ego could use... Uh, anyway. All right. I think we have yes, a lot of business have, okay. to discuss. <laughs> I'm going to cut it off here. Are we good? I feel like we're good. Thank you for bringing me out of my shell. Oh, you're welcome. You're a saint. This is so good. I hope that when you're in a retirement home, your new stage name is Well Spent Adulthood. Okay. All right. We can maybe get a pun that's a little... I I think it works. I need a title, like Miss, Princess, Lady. And I can imagine you, like, with all the other grannies and crampies, like, doing your your burlesque classes in the, the... the retirement home. Oh my god! I would be, be so, so there for that. Okay, well, we'll just make sure we're in the same retirement home. I'm not going anywhere. I really <laughs> like LA. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, we have shutdown music. Oh, let's do it. Yes, we're going to. Um, Should we dance party it? Well, something a little sassier. This has been the Hollywood Fishbowl, and I've been your host, Jesse Kester. No, I'm the host. This has not been the Hollywood Fishbowl, and I have not been your host, Jesse Kester. This has been the Hollywood Fishbowl, and I've been your host, Marie Eileen. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Any, you want to help him out with the social? Hey, you know what? Oh, I'll do the social media yeah, for your podcast, and you do the social media for your. Uh, if you liked what you heard, check us out at hollywoodfishbowl.com. Check Marie out at hollywoodfishbowl.com or at hwfishbowl on Instagram. Promise you won't be disappointed. That's not the same song. All right. And where can people find you if they liked what they heard? So you can find uh, Babylon Cabaret, which we talked a little bit about at babyloncabaret.com and on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find me, Miss Spent Youth, MS period Spent Youth on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you for having me on your program. This has been this has actually been very spicy and I feel so bad for my sister and mother. <laughs> if they made it to this part of the podcast, thank you and I apologize. Yeah. I owe you a cactus. It will be coming in the mail.